Thank you for listening to Right Jokes, Wrong Times. Today, I was joined by Zach Dixon. You can keep up with Zach by listening to his podcast, The Problematic. We started today's podcast with me telling him how much he makes me laugh on and off stage. I feel like every time I see you, you make me laugh on stage and then you get off stage and you make me laugh just as much, which is kind of hard because a lot of the people that make me laugh on stage, they get off and like, you know, it's not stuff that you've crafted. And you say some of the funniest stuff, both on stage one time only and off stage one time only. So I'm excited to see kind of what jokes. All right. Let me give you an example. The Tootsie Roll thing. Uh, What do you mean? Tootsie Roll humidor. I saw you do that on stage once, like improv oh, on stage. Oh, like being a fat kid with like a... <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I've never heard it again. Me neither. You know, like, it was good. I hear, I hear stuff like that from you on stage <laughs> and I hear stuff like that from you off stage all the time, dude. Just so goddamn funny. I think oh. your podcast is chock full of stuff like that. Whoa. So I'm really excited to see what jokes you have to talk about today. Wow. I'm so, glad I did this. What joke of yours do you have that works that you want to talk about? First of all, how many people do the joke? They're like, oh, I mean, I've got so many. huh?" <laughs> this would be a chance for me to get real pretentious. The joke is really, uh, it's about. Do you have a monocle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I just take half my glasses. Uh, Perfect. It's about how one day I was like, I was looking at, and maybe this is an overshare, but fuck it, whatever. Um, <laughs> I was looking, we were looking into a morning after pill. Nice. Um, nothing happened. We were just being prepared, right? I like it. And I was looking through the reviews on Amazon. So I'm a review guy. Right. Always go through every review. And it just hit me. I was like, this is an important review, dude. Okay. Be- before we go on, do you ever leave reviews? Uh, no, I, I consider that snitching. I adhere to the code of the streets. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you. So no, you're no, going through, re- through the reviews. I kind of open with that as just like a good way, a good high stakes way to kill some time is just looking up right. morning after reviews. And, you know, <laughs> you know, the five star reviews are just people just so relieved Right. You know, pictures of them at Coachella or, you know, Maui, whatever. That is the highest stakes fucking reviews oh, ever. Dude. Jesus. Yeah. The one star reviews are just pictures of kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Here's, here's Tanner. It's his uh, first day of school. It's the fifth year of the rest of my life. So I ride motorcycles and I remember researching helmets and people are like, dude, you could get this helmet super cheap. And I feel like birth control pills are kind of the same thing where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to overpay on this one. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. It's your life. Yeah, it's, exactly. I feel the same way about toilet paper. Do you ever like get cheap toilet well, paper? I didn't know this. I grew up on cheap toilet paper and I found out because I married into my wife's family and I was like, what the fuck Whoa. is going on with this toilet paper? Damn, dude. It's like pillows. It was basically like an upgrade for my ass. I got the <laughs> ass upgrade. I got the 2.0. <laughs> nice. Respect to you and your asshole. I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> you were just two ply the whole time. Wait, are you saying that there's a one ply? Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I gambled with two-ply. I don't know my toilet paper that well. If somebody invented one-ply toilet paper, it should be shot to death. What's the 4K of two-ply? Am I out of date? Like, I could be way out of date. Let's look that up. Let's go... Um, no, I'm not going to look it up. Let's just speculate. I was say, you don't do Google on your podcast. Yeah, not allowed. Well, how about this? If you were a king, what would you wipe your ass with? Probably geese. If I was a king, I would be LeBron James, and I would wipe my ass with the Kia seats. <laughs> <laughs> damn dude just running through upholstery <laughs> he could afford it he, just again mr james yes sir yeah 
Yeah, I had Taco Tuesday. <laughs> All right, so I'm excited to hear. You actually uh, asked me to do something with the second half, third of the show, whatever, about a joke of yours that didn't work on stage. So tell me about that. Yeah, um, I, I'm not going to do that anymore, by the way, but sorry. <laughs> um, okay. but, so a joke that never really worked. It's, it's just not as funny to anybody else as it is to me. Which I love. And I think it's just because people don't have... Like the, I have all like the context in my head of people uh, using Xanax recreationally. <laughs> okay, okay. Can you enlighten me? I've never done Xanax. I have no idea what Xanax does. Like people do it for fun, but like if you see somebody like barred out, barred it out, barred. Is that what it's called? Uh, they they call them bars. Um, oh, yeah. At least they did like in old. high school. <laughs> yeah, like, like they are 100% a liability. Like, if you take too many Zans as like a funny joke or as like to have a good time, right? You're you're slurring your words and you're. Here's how. Here's exactly. How, here's how to describe it. It's like you feel like Superman. Right. Okay. Good start. But if Superman was also like NFL tailgate <laughs> hammered, he got like hammered at a tailgate. He's like, "What? What? Fuck these people! I'm Superman. I live here. I live everywhere. They're just hella comfortable." Dude, what if there was millennial like drug facts like that? It's gonna make you feel like Superman. Side effects may include you feel like a fucking forty-one-year-old after a day of drinking at all. <laughs> tailgate <laughs> also the word here's the thing is 100 percent of the time you don't remember shit about what you did last night oh that's not great and you like like every time it's this is everybody's morning after with xanax is just being like dude last night not cool man so was that the morning after pill you found <laughs> oh nice yeah it's supposed to be anti-anxiety what i'm my point is anxiety is good for you it keeps you from uh on your toes yeah it keeps you it keeps you from stealing twix bars for no reason you know <laughs> yeah um okay yeah so i've interrupted you like five times about the bad joke mm -hmm. and i hate to say bad joke i i like to say bad it's basically a joke that you like that didn't work on stage is kind of the idea it is bad though after just talking about it just now it is like this is a good <laughs> exercise actually yeah that's uh it should never work so. <laughs> So Xanax, I got derailed on Xanax. Mm -hmm. So what's going on with the Xanax? What What's going on with it in life or in the joke? Uh, in the joke, sorry. Uh, the joke is where I go like, uh, you know, it's it's, uh, it's too far. It's too, like you need a little bit of anxiety. Nobody should feel only comfortable. <laughs> like like that literally you could tell a guy be like, dude, you're you're on fire right now. And he's just like, all right, dude, I'm fucking on fire. You know what you are? <laughs> You're fucking bad vibes, dude. You're being bad vibes. I'm just trying to kick it. <laughs> it's just somebody that has always been like complimented. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thanks. Thanks, man. I get it. I'm on fire. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Except for it's like, thanks, dude. I'm on fire all the time, man. <laughs> oh, God. Look up anytime. How about anytime you see or hear a story of somebody that you know, like acting extremely out of character and like yeah. really fucking up. 100% of the time, it's Xanax. Oh. Always, dude. Dude, as somebody who grew up Mormon and until 25, like, I didn't know what coffee really did to you. Uh, I had no idea what alcohol did to you. Dude, I'm starting to realize just how fucked up everybody is all the time. It's, like, unreal. Oh, yeah. Nobody's sober. 
Like, yeah. dude, I'm like envisioning something kind of fucked up. I'm going to say it anyway. Go for it. Uh, there was like elders would do like cave paintings of like, <laughs> here's what the coffee will do to you. <laughs> It'll make your breath horrible. Mormons aren't allowed to have coffee, right? Uh-huh. There's actually like a gray line of caffeine. Some Mormons draw the line there, but there's actually no like official from the top. You can't have caffeine. I had caffeine all the time growing up. But people kind of know Mormons is that. this. I have this like kind of vision for a joke that ends with my dad being like are you high on caffeine again and dude i'm like so excited to try and ride around it man of you just like uh nailing your homework like a little bit too good He's like, <laughs> like it's like peds like it's like steroids yeah. for homework that's really what coffee is i laughed a little too hard at bart simpson that night <laughs> yeah dude that's that's so. so crazy like so it's not in like the doctrine or whatever some guy just said because he didn't like it coffee is but you're good with caffeine but coffee is yeah no coffee so no coffee no tea no drugs Mm. you know what i love is i would go to people's doorsteps and they'd be like you know i tell them that and they're like fuck off and now being out of the church and having one sip of a Michelob Ultra, if somebody came around peddling no more Michelob Ultras, I'd be like, fuck off. Yeah, dude, it's, it's always, you know, something like you, it's either coffee or sugar. Or... So you said you had all the context to that joke in your head, right? Yes. Like but why I think it's it's so funny is because I can, oh, sorry, decline this call. It's <laughs> my beautiful girlfriend who I love. Very sorry, babe. The whole thing is, is like it's anti-anxiety to a place where you need some anxiety, I guess. Right. And I, I have all these experiences of all these i don't know if i could say this bartards which is what they were called in high school that's bartards what's that uh because they would be maybe less than uh intelligent when they were off the bars okay yeah so i have all that in my head i don't know if it's coming across when i do it because you had the context in your head when i have something like that i try it way too many times trying to be like no this is funny like i need to just present it a little better did how many times you try that joke oh i don't know probably here's the thing with me dude is i'll like i will cut a joke off quick yeah i do stand up to like feel good and if i'm not if something's making me feel bad i'm not gonna do that i'm not nobody's making me do this shit you know so like like if i if i have a joke that's like like really making me not have a good time and i have a good set like fuck up a show whatever i'll I'll drop it (laughs) no problem I can tell you that kind of comes across. You actually hosted the last show that I did at LOL. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad you actually, as the host, had to clean up the Michelob that I spilled all over the stage. Every time I see you on a show, I feel like I get a unique experience because you specifically are kind of having a good time on stage and laughing at yourself in what I think is a healthy way because you're usually kind of coming up with stuff kind of on the fly, it seems like. Yeah. So that comes across. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know, dude. It kind of, it holds me back in a lot of ways. Yeah, how's that? Because I'm not doing like the same, you know, set or whatever, but. That makes sense. In my opinion, I'm not going for that. I don't, that's not who I want to be. I don't want to do that. Like, that's not particularly interesting to me. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm never going to make it, but at least I will, <laughs> I will have tried to do something original. I'll tell you that. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm not going to make it either. Thanks, buddy. Do we just make a pact? <laughs> yeah, if we don't make it in the next 20 years we just continue not making it what's no we just we we're not going to make it (laughs) i'm ready to make that pact right now yeah it'll be like shaving points like we have to try but we can never do it you know wait you've been trying (laughs) uh no yeah let's see Maybe, yeah. Tell me what you've been writing about now. I'm actually really interested to hear kind of what everybody's been writing about for a couple of reasons, because comedy wise, everything kind of hit pause a while back Mm -hmm. before the whole world had an apocalypse. And so I'm interested to see if you're still writing something that maybe you wrote back then, or if you're writing something that's going on now or something that you've 
kind of written more recently. How do you do it when you have an, like a, a premise or a thought? Do you just take a note in your iPhone and then come back to it later? Yeah, I'm a very simple thinker. So most jokes that I have are basically one line that I put down in my iPhone and I've kind of played with them. So it's it's basically a lot of misses and then like the one good idea that worked on stage. Oh, for sure, dude. Hey, dude, how do you feel about dry erase boards? I'm, I'm for them. Dude, game changer, bro. I just... Like over chalkboards? Oh, well, no, just over writing like anything and like writing in a notebook, in your like phone, computer, because you can just fuck up. You can make all kinds. You can, you know... Oh, like for comedy. So you you go dry erase for comedy. I have been lately, yeah. Oh, I've never done that. Yeah, I've never like been like, all right, cool. let's fill Jackson this shit. Yeah, dude. And I got the big ones. So I got two big ones. I just oh. like fucking go to town. I'd have to start with the small ones for the If you had like different sized ones for sets, you know, uh, like this is my four minute set. I really wish this was a video thing because I got small <laughs> ones here. Like I got... Uh, like I wrote the, the <laughs> jokes I wanted to talk about on the small ones. Did they make post-it size? Like, <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to take an axe <laughs> to this bitch. Just uh, a bunch of tiny dry erase boards <laughs> hanging around a computer. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'm trying to work on this joke about how like homeless people could find camping horribly offensive. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, it's like blackface for homeless people. And it it's like, yeah, they're like trying out their, their culture. And it's basically like a whole thing of, you know, us as like Americans, particularly just like adopting uh, other people's struggles is like a fun hobby, you know, like telling people in prison about how much you love uh, the new <laughs> tiny houses show. Yes. Yes. Or, you know, this is what I'm right now is like, uh, like, how about you take your aunt with schizophrenia to one of those puzzle rooms. Like it's, <laughs> first of all, you can't do that because it's cheating. There's they're professionals. They go that's you know, they an American person goes through one puzzle room their whole life. They go through three before breakfast. <laughs> I have no clue what a puzzle room, I'll be honest. Like a Oh, what is it? One of those rooms you have to get out of? Yeah, yeah. See, this is this shows you how new that idea is. I just I couldn't think of it either. I didn't know what it was. I just wrote puzzle escape room. room. Escape room. There we go. I I was I was like, okay, I think he means escape room, but I was also picturing just like a bunch of eighty year old women in like a puzzle room, and they have like <laughs> there's just piles of stuff, and they got to sort it to get out. Oh fuck! It's just all the grandmas that own like uh, Tweeties <laughs> and Sylvesters, you know. Yeah, yeah. Escape room, fuck. <laughs> yeah, what if there was like a little bit less dangerous escape room? I guess that would be like puzzles. It's like I mean, escape rooms really? aren't dangerous, are they? They all have that like kind of funky edge to them, where it's like you might die, you know. Oh, dude, imagine taking a schizophrenic there. They would oh. just crush Ooh. it. They would crush it. They'd be like, why are you guys freaking out? This is, this is Okay. I, yeah. Taking anybody to an escape room, I guess, is kind of a weird power play. Yeah, that's true. Like, hey, you didn't choose to go here. Uh, we're going to be locked in this room together for quite a little bit. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. And this is what we're going to call it team building. Yeah. I mean, okay. First date. I don't want the girl to walk out within the first 15 minutes. Take her to an escape room, I guess. <laughs> Either she's going to be fucking great at the escape room and you guys are going to break some goddamn records. Uh, or you're gonna have an hour-long date that's nice also hot air balloon ride it's gonna be a while oh uh but suicide is so much easier up there <laughs> oh dude then in a fucking uh then in a uh, i almost called it a puzzle room again <laughs> <laughs> jeez louise
We should change them. Everybody should change them. More friendly. Just kids walking in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kids. It's it's like a Nerf escape room. <laughs> well, dude, I can't thank you enough for doing this with me today, Ben. I appreciate you. Think. Can I just do one thing real quick before I go? I want absolutely. I have absolutely. a real quick. I just wrote this down. A pitch. For Disney, Walt, does Walt Disney listen to this? I'm pretty sure they are. Is he alive, that guy? Okay, anyway. Uh, this is a Walt Disney-style movie. Uh, it's like it's a movie that's kind of like Rookie of the Year. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's for a comic who finds out after all this COVID stuff, he's only truly funny when he's pantsless. <laughs> and now he has to choose between being funny or being a problem. It's just a reverse Burt Kreischer. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. He gets on stage, pants off, and he just has the best set of his goddamn life. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And then, but coincidentally is only because many sexual harassment claims. <laughs> Actually, I think Bobby Lee does that. I think that's just Bobby Lee. Oh, really? Uh, Bobby Lee gets like all the way down to his underwear every show, I think. I guess I shouldn't have been sitting in the back. It's his closer. Yeah. Which would be a weird opener. <laughs> it would be. It's a It's a flex of an opener. <laughs> you have to stop and get dressed. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, thank you for having me on, dude. This is great. I wish I had more time to talk to you.